see what points are being made without the other gender being present. The goal is to get a clear understanding on how each other thinks. These bills don't tell the truth, and sometimes some people don't like it or they can't handle it, but that's just the way it goes. I don't mean to take things personally. We're not the only ones that, that, that think the way we do. There's a lot of men out there that just feel like they're not being heard. You know, we're not hating on anybody. We just tell them, you know, straight from the giddy up. That's just how it is. We can solve this, you know, by making better choices. And for the people who just want to strictly get their freak on, no problem. 13-13, pass it. What's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to this What Men Think series here on the Talk to Q radio show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And thanks for coming back to listen to the continuation of the previous podcast. Let's get right to it. Okay, so we'll move along. And Jonathan, let me go back to you, man. The third component of manhood that we'll discuss is that a man is to be a cultivator. What does it mean to you for a man to be a cultivator? So to cultivate means to make something better than it was when you first received it. So the most important thing when it comes to relationships, and I think that we're primarily talking about a man's relationship with a woman, is that he should be making that woman better. Whatever she entered his life as, if she leaves his life for whatever reason, if, for example, we're talking about his daughter, then she should leave a better young woman or a young girl than she was when she was living under his roof. And when it comes to his wife, when he first met her, if she's not better as time progresses, then he's failing at being a cultivator. So when it comes to being a cultivator, what a man has to do is look for the needs and look look for the needs of other people. So essentially he has to be on alert to be able to identify, well, what things do the people in my life need and how can I actually assist them and help them to grow? So a person that's a cultivator is somebody that helps and encourages other people. And most importantly, going back to what we just talked about with regards to the spiritual component, he should be helping men and women under his tutelage, especially within his household, to be developing into all that God created them to be. Everybody has a purpose. Going back to what Giovanna talked about earlier when it comes to teaching our children, we also need to be teaching our if, – if a man is married, he should be teaching his wife, he should be teaching his children, and he should be teaching them the things of God. He should be teaching them ways that they can develop and understand their purpose in life and go out there and fulfill it and do it in a way, like Javon mentioned earlier, that's honorable, that is going to show other people that, hey, you know, I was raised right. I'm going to disagree with Jonathan a little bit on that. I can't be responsible for whether the women are going to be better once they leave me. I've had a lot of women come through, unfortunately. I've I've been trying to cultivate. feels like I've been trying to cultivate most of Texas and a whole lot of Illinois. And, <laughs> I, and like, for instance, with my ex-wife, I did what I could, you know. I I – what you say, you can lead them to the water, but you can't make them drink it. I tried to cultivate the the living love into that woman, but it just didn't quite take. 
And no matter how much I cultivate it, no matter how much I implant, um, put in uh, some some love and some knowledge, it didn't take. And when it finally ended up not working out, I can say that I did everything that I could to make it work. And it wasn't my my fault or job to maybe make the attempt if I could just and I and I would love to hear Jonathan's feedback on what I'm saying. I think that it's my responsibility to try and to make the effort. But if it if it's not successful, I don't think that that's it's on me and that it's my failure. I think it's my failure if I don't at least attempt. Understood. And I think I, I need to clarify something. I wasn't talking about the success of a relationship but the success and the ability of a man to cultivate. So I would say the only way that you are a failure in any instance is if you look at that woman and she wasn't better in any regard. If she was worse than when you met her or if she was the same as when you met her, then I'm sorry to tell you, you did fail. But if there was even a 1% change, a 1% increase, a 1% improvement, then you succeeded in cultivating her. It's just the way that you perceive it. If you are looking for 100% perfection, that's not what cultivation is. I mean, clearly that's the ideal. Mm-hmm. Everyone would love to succeed in their relationships, to make somebody all that they can be. But sometimes that's not going to be our responsibility to do that. All we can do is, like you said, you plant a seed, some people may water it, and hopefully it grows. Okay, and I can definitely fall in line with that then, okay? And I appreciate the clarification because I was going to say, like, that woman, man, listen, I I did what I could. (laughs) Lord have mercy, Jesus Christ and the Latter-day Saints. I did everything that I could to help out. And after 13 years, it didn't because it felt like she wasn't willing to grow. And there was some immaturity there. Now, I think that she was better when I left her than when I found her. But I, you're right. I was thinking more on the 100% change type of level, and not on the. Uh, and I and I will admit that there are some women who have failed that they were probably a little bit worse off when they left me. But that's because you know there were some times where I didn't have my stuff together, and I shouldn't be trying to cultivate a woman in the first place. So I can I can definitely appreciate uh, that take on. And if I can add something, I think it goes back to the point that you made when we were talking originally about providing. I think that cultivation is another area where men have to be very sensitive about the type of people that they are cultivating, especially I don't know in what ways you are referring to cultivating. I mean, there are so many different areas and aspects of our lives, and I think that there are definitely some areas that should be reserved for marriage when it comes to cultivation and making someone better than they were when you first met them or interacted with them or, in this regard, entered into a relationship with them. So I think it's very important to distinguish the fact that there are some things that a man shouldn't be trying to cultivate within a woman that isn't his wife because, as you stated, Ooh, she good. may not be willing to receive from him. That's that's good stuff right there. I wish I could do like yeah. we were in a poetry club and snap people could repeat that whole thing over again because, that right there is true. And I think that a lot of issues that men have is trying to cultivate each and every woman that she comes across because we be trying to be Captain Save a Woman. And sometimes that's not our place. And we be trying to do merry things with women that should just be 
reserved for when they marry. So I 100% agree with, with what you just said there. So, and, I, and I'm going to take some self-correction on that, too, because even I, right now, age 41, three kids, need to stop trying to save everybody that I get into a relationship with and trying to cultivate every woman that I get into a relationship with. And trust me, it's something that we all can learn. I think many people, if they're honest, they have crossed boundaries and done things that they shouldn't have been doing outside of the confines of a marriage. And not because those things didn't come from a good place or that they didn't have pure intentions, but just because they were operating in an area that they just weren't prepared for in the sense of that person being willing to not just accept something from them or not just receive something from them but accept it and then their willingness to give to somebody that is going to accept it. Would you, though, agree that there are men that are maybe influenced into trying to cultivate every woman they come across, not even maybe even every woman, but a lot of women that they come across because that's almost the expectation now because of whether it be reality, TV, or music, to where the man is supposed to be this figurehead, this provider, this support system, this cultivator, and that if you're not playing in that role during the dating phase, then it's looked at, well, if he can't do it now, he can't do it then. And that's kind of that trap that I think a lot of men fall into. That's a good point. And I think it really boils down to the expectations. So, Unfortunately, if I'm just being completely honest, most people do not verbally communicate their expectations when it comes to what they expect in a relationship or what they expect from their partner. So I can definitely see how a man could be in a situation or even a woman, but since we're talking about a man, I want to be fair and keep it on that topic. I think a man can find himself in a position where he thinks he's doing things (laughs) that are going to be beneficial and that the woman views as a positive, but from her perspective, he's falling short. And that's because he's unaware of the expectations that she has. And going back to the point that was made previously, she may be holding him to expectations of what a husband should be doing. And like I mentioned previously, there are some boundaries that need to be established, some things that a man should be refraining from doing. And if a woman doesn't understand that that's what he's doing, then, yeah, to that woman, he is falling short or he isn't, quote, unquote, prepared for marriage. But really, he's just being cautious and making sure that he doesn't waste his um, resources and waste his time on a woman that ultimately will not be his wife. I like that. And you need to also not waste your seeds, man. Keep some yeah, of that, that was actually what I was about to say, but I I don't know I if you caught seeds. me. Uh, I'll pause for a second because that's what I was about to say, waste his seeds, but I didn't want people to take that the wrong way. I was speaking more so towards, like, seeds that he will be planting um, but also, like you stated in that other way, too, you don't want to be spreading your seed um, with a woman that's not your wife as well. So I totally agree with that. I can see why you're the number one show on relationships. <laughs> I'm just going to start tuning in man, to you. I'm, I'm going to stop because, you know, I got the number oh, two to show. Oh, to God be all the glory, man. I can't take the credit. <laughs> I, I got the number two show, and I can see why I'm never going to be number one, my little old number two show. I'm sorry. Q, back to you. <laughs> Man, I'm just glad this show's being recorded because I don't have enough paper to write all this good <laughs> stuff down. Yeah, and, by the way, I took over his last interview, too, that he did with me. I'd just be taking over shows. That's why I don't get invited nowhere. i just be going <laughs> off on my own little tangents. I always try to debo somebody, man. <laughs> <laughs>
Hello, everybody. My name is Javon Martin. I go by at Javon Show. I'm on at Javon Show. That's J-E-V-A-U-G-H-N Show. That's on Instagram and on Facebook. And I host a lot of good shows. The Javon Show for one every Monday and Friday at 12 noon Central at Javon Show on Facebook. Also, I'll host the Independent Artist Showcase, the Relationship Hotspot, which happens to be the number two relationship show only behind Jonathan. I also have a show called Sextimony, which is about how your sexual identity was impacted by your religion and how your religion was impacted by your sexual identification. So I would love for you to follow me at www.idreammedia.live or, like I said, just go to my Facebook, at Javon Show, or go to my Instagram, at Javon Show. Let's connect, let's build, let's talk. I'm a conversationalist. God bless you, and God keep you. Take care of yourselves and each other. Let's get back to the podcast, Q. Jonathan, let me ask you this uh, one more thing about cultivating. Uh, what yes. about cultivating a, a community? You know, what about on the job? Mm. Is work ethic a part of this? Ah, uh, man, those things are definitely important. But going back to what I was mentioning before, there has to be boundaries, right? And let me let me actually just pause for a second. I think it's really important for us to establish what we mean when we talk about cultivate. You know, when you originally asked me the question, I gave you the definition that you will find in the dictionary, you know, cultivating meaning to make yeah. something better than when you first received it. Now, that we're using different examples, you know, from Javon mentioning relationships to now looking at it from the perspective of community and work, I think it's time to actually bring some examples to the table. So, what are some examples of some ways that you're referring to with regards to how a man is cultivating? I just want to make sure that I understand that. Well, like, how is he respected in this community? How does he improve his neighborhood? And then as far as, like, the job is concerned, does he make his coworkers better? Does he set an example by his work ethic? I would say yes in all of those regards. The only caveat or the only thing that I would preface with that is going back to what I stated earlier, the priority always has to be first himself and then second his household. So this is where a lot of men, I believe, veer off the course because they cultivate the community, they cultivate the workplace, but they're not doing any personal cultivation in their lives. They're not doing any cultivation within their household. So for me, Yes, you should be doing some form of cultivation within the community and within the work, but it shouldn't be taken away from what you're doing personally, especially if you're a single man. And then if you're a married man, you definitely shouldn't be letting it take away from what you're doing within your own household. Because if you're making your employees better, you're making your clients better, but your children are, are terrible, but your wife has no honor and no respect for you, then your priorities are out of whack. I'm not saying that you aren't a good cultivator. I'm just saying that you need to rearrange your priorities and just place your family, your household at the top. I think that's very important, man. It's about keeping focus, keeping focus. I think it's very important. And so, yes, Javon, the fourth component of manhood is being a teacher. Um, now, that doesn't mean sitting in front of a classroom. No, per se, but what does it mean to you for a man to be a teacher? For a man to be a teacher, that means to me it's about leading by example. It's about not just going out and telling somebody what to do, telling your kids, hey, you go be this type of person. You go, uh, you go do this. Son, you go open up the door for, for your mama and, and your sisters. 
and you know when you grow up make sure you blah 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 I, I, it's important to not just tell them but also be the example to be the physical representation of what it is that you're speaking and manifesting into their life so that if I want my son to grow up and to be respectful to women he's got to see me be respectful to women to be respectful to his mom even though she's my ex-wife to be respectful to his sisters to correct him when he's falling out of um out of out of place I, i'll just keep it at that um to to make sure that he's aware that i'm noticing what he's doing and for me to give him the approval to give him recognition to say good job or to give that correction when necessary. So I'm going to to show you the way. I'm going to tell you, but at the same time, I'm going to actually be the the physical representation of what it is that I'm that I'm telling you, what it is that I'm expecting of you. And that's how I feel that we as men are teachers um, for our families and our communities. I would definitely have to agree that I think that. Being a living example is the best way of demonstrating yourself as a teacher because you can be in front of the books for hours, but if nobody can see you demonstrate what you've learned, then I hate to say it again, but to a certain extent you are a failure in that regard. Not so much when it comes to obtaining the knowledge, but being a person who puts it into action. And, like, that's the key. Most people learn a lot of different things, and if I switch gears for a second and go to the spiritual realm, a lot of people spend a lot of times in the pews, and they listen to a lot of sermons, and they just don't put it into action. Let's just be honest. A lot of people hear what's right, but they don't do it. And using the example that Javon gave, a lot of times that has to do with the fact that they either haven't seen it demonstrated or they happen to identify a person that isn't a teacher but instead is a hypocrite. So for a man to avoid that, it's vitally important for him to demonstrate to his children, demonstrate to his wife, demonstrate to the people that he's interacting with what he has learned, and especially if this man is a godly man. You can't say that you're a godly man and you aren't not only learning but teaching your household what God's laws and his instructions are. You have to make that a priority. Going back to what I keep saying, prioritizing this is vitally important. You cannot say that you care about your family, you care about your wife, your children, you care about other people, but you're not prioritizing and putting yourself in a position to be able to teach them the right things. And when it comes to relationship, I will never, ever forget what I heard Dr. Monroe say, man. It stuck with me, and it hit me like a hammer the first time that I read it. He said that a man who doesn't have the knowledge and the capability to teach a woman the word of God, that man is not ready for marriage. And I know some men will not want to hear that, but if you're a godly man, it's something that you have to come face-to-face with. If you are not putting yourself in a position to understand God's laws, understand his instructions, and then live it out, then guess what, bro? You're just not ready for marriage yet, nor are you going to be a capable teacher. I mean, can it be just being able to teach them how to be the difference between good and and evil or bad and good in general, or does it, because I don't know if it necessarily has to be the Bible for you to be able to be able to be a good husband. 
Well, of course, a person that doesn't subscribe to the Bible would not utilize the Bible as that means to teach them. So I'm speaking solely to people who may, like myself, actually utilize the Bible as their guide in life. The Bible is the guidebook for me in life. So for me, that is what I rely on to teach me because that is the book that came from the Creator. So for me, it is a book that I have to rely on. It's a book that I have to study, and it's a book that I have to utilize to teach myself and to teach others that I come in contact with. That doesn't mean that I'm going to force other people to do the same. If a person makes a choice to utilize another means to teach themselves and teach others, they have that choice, and I respect it wholeheartedly. If I can ask one more question before you um, dig back into it. I also have a wanted to make a, a clarification statement, too, that we as teachers, men as teachers, also have to learn that not everybody learns the same way. Like when I was in school, you could talk in front of the class all day long. I wasn't understanding nothing until you let me put my hands on it and become a, a practical learner. I, I, I don't do well with you just talking to me. So I think that that also needs to be appreciated, too, that men, you have to figure out what it is. It's your responsibility to figure out the way to reach and to be open and flexible to more than just the one way, the yo way of, of education. And that's in all aspects, when you're teaching your family, when you're teaching in the community. Everybody's going to learn different ways. So be open and be adaptable, be flexible to being able to teach and to, to be patient in your teaching. Because not everybody's going to learn right away. This applies, again, so heavily to everything as a man, being patient, being flexible, being kind. And, that, and being flexible, patient, and kind is not a weakness, my brothers. It's not a weakness. It's not a, a sign that you're soft because you're flexible and you're patient and you're kind. We need more of that. And if, once we get more of that, I think that we'll have a much better world to live in. Back to you, Keith. That's a good point. <laughs> I think that you're totally right with regards to a person having the knowledge and the understanding of how other people learn best. That's vitally important, especially if a person calls themselves a teacher because, as you mentioned, everybody learns differently. And I think that's one of the roles and responsibilities of a teacher is to actually, for lack of a better term, study the people that you are engaging and planning on teaching. If you aren't learning what their strengths and their weaknesses are, then it will put you at a disadvantage as a teacher if you want to effectively teach those people. So great point, Javon. Okay, so really quick, and this is for whoever wants to answer can a woman respect a man that she can't learn anything from? Ooh, can a woman respect a man that she can't learn anything from? Ooh, Q, why are you making it like why you why you gotta go there? I, I I think that she can. I think that there are some feeble-minded women that will, but I don't think that she should. If I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest about it, if a woman thinks that she just got it all together and she don't need nothing from nobody, she don't need no help. She got this, then go about your life and be blessed. I think that we all should be feeling like we should learn, be able to learn something from somebody, anybody. You should be able to learn, take away something, and apply it to your life from everybody. So if there's, if you were a man and you're not learning nothing from him, you feel like you're not getting nothing from him, then take it upon yourself, no matter what he's providing financially, no matter what he's providing uh, sexually, going to give you something that's going to continually improve and, and cultivate, if we can keep using that word, your life. 
But no, you. I, I don't think that a woman. I, I mean, I think that we should all be respecting each other in general. But if you got a man and you ain't getting nothing from him that's improving your life, then I say thank him for the experience and move on to the thing that's going to help you be better and that you know that you know is a benefit for you because that way you can be a benefit to him. Ain't nothing worse than a woman with a man that she don't respect. It ain't good for nobody. It's a it's a nasty, toxic situation, and I think it's just better for everybody involved to not be in that situation. So recognize it, and then if that's the case, get out of it. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you with regards to a man's need for respect. I think that that's vitally important the same way that women need love from men. Men definitely need respect from women. Now, with regards to the woman in in this question, a woman who's questioning whether or not she should respect a man because she can't learn from him, I will pose a question to her, which is why can't she learn anything from him? Like, I think that's that's a question that she would have to answer is why is it that you can't learn anything from him and I'm reminded of what the sages say they have a question I was asked who is a wise person and it's very similar if not identical to what Javon just said a wise person is somebody that's able to learn from everyone so to me a woman who can't respect a man because she can't learn from him just reveals to me a woman who has a personal limitation Because if you have an inability to learn from other people, all it's indicating is that you have a personal limitation within yourself. So I would say, what's that? Oh, I said preach. I'm about to send you a tie in right now. I thought you had said something. (laughs) Yeah, I think that it's vitally important for a woman to realize that it's her responsibility to accept that, hey, you know what, you may not want to be with a man, You may not actually want to pursue a relationship with him, but when it comes to respecting him, learning from him, hey, a man doesn't even have to be perfect or even good for a person to learn something from him. You can learn what not to do. You can learn what you don't want in a man. You can learn what your standards should be based on your experience with somebody that you do deem as not the right partner or the right fit for you. So I just wanted to reiterate the point that I think that, yes, a woman can still respect a man that she quote unquote quote unquote can't learn anything from. But I think that the better way of phrasing that if a woman truly believes that is that she won't learn anything from him as opposed to her inability to do so. And black man also needs to understand that you need to have enough self respect that when you're with a woman that is being disrespectful to you Number one, you don't put your hands on her. You don't even have to call out her name. Just leave, brother. And if I may also throw out this one last thing, us as black men have so much pressure in the world anyway. There's so much happening to us. There's so many thoughts and opinions about who we are and what we do. It's okay to love yourself enough to not put yourself in those situations to to be disrespected and, and to feel like, oh, you a man, so you're going to man your way out of it. No, sometimes the man thing to do is just walk. And it's okay to walk. Love yourself enough, black man, to where if this is, if you're with this woman that he was talking about and you are recognizing that you're not pouring into her life and she's not respecting you because of it, it's time to go. And it's, and it's okay to go. It's okay to move on to the next one and uh, get your blessing elsewhere. 
Man, I'm going to have to call the fire department for this hot fire y'all spit. All right. <laughs> and that's going to do it for this section of the What Men Think series on the Talk to Q radio show. Be sure to click on the link in the show notes to go to the next part or go to talktoq.com and find the link there in order to continue listening to the discussion. There is more ahead and you definitely don't want to miss it.